Hello, hello, small business growth family. Welcome back to another episode of the Small Business Growth Podcast. I am so happy that you're here. Here we teach you how to stand out and sell out on social media by building a ride or die community around your brand. I really love to help product-based business owners finally reach those consistent sales and scale their sales so they can reach those big audacious goals. If you're new here, my name is Madison Page. I am your host. I just wanna take a second to welcome you and say that this is a good episode to come on in on. I am a business growth specialist. I have worked with hundreds of business owners to help grow their business, as well as I have grown multiple businesses myself. Here we like to teach in a fun, conversational type of way. I like to say it's kind of like sipping coffee with a biz bestie, as opposed to you feeling like you're getting talked at, it's super scripted, and it's basically you just listening to a talk show. This is me and you having a real conversation. I really love this to feel like you and I are sitting across from each other, having a nice little business chat and sipping coffee. If you don't know, we are over on YouTube as well. And a lot of people are really loving the face-to-face element of YouTube where it actually feels like we're talking a little bit more in person than we already are. You get to see all my hand movements. We get all of the fun stuff, the backdrops, whatever. When you're sipping your coffee in the morning, whatever it may be, head on over to YouTube and you can find me there. It's linked in the show notes as well. And make sure that you're subscribed here and there. We put out new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. Today's episode is a fun one. We're going to talk about my business growth of 2023. I My business totally blossomed this year. It's not that my business hasn't grown in the past. Um, every single year, it's grown quite drastically. However, this year more so than the others. And I really wanted to touch uh, touch base on that and talk about what that looks like and some of my key takeaways. This episode is not to brag by any means. It's more so to teach my takeaways um, and to say that it is possible for you. And I do just wanna say, I'm not somebody that shares numbers. I already know that I'll get some DMs of people being like, hey, can you like give me a little bit of a gauge of what's going on? I don't like to say numbers because A, um, really what it comes down to is this business is not for the numbers for me. Of course, numbers are incredibly important in everything, but I would do this business for free because I love it. And second is because my numbers aren't re- like, representative of your numbers. You might sell products that are $17 strictly and you might sell products, you might sell services, whatever that might be. We don't share numbers, but I do like to share percentages and some major takeaways. So you might be able to dive into this as well. I also think that it is important to have big conversations around big topics like this because sometimes you might not have these conversations with people in your circle that would sit down and talk to you about numbers and and big business goals where it's fun to actually just have a genuine conversation about it. If you know me at all, I very humbly say this. I cry my eyes out all of the time because of (laughs) the gratitude I have for this business. Um, And just like sometimes it is still baffling to me that this is the life that I have. Um, and so I just want to say that literally I am the biggest sap. So who knows? I'm, you might even get a tear out of me today. <laughs> um, but we're going to dive on in to my business growth of this year. Really what it comes down to is let me pull up my, my number sheet here. If you're watching on YouTube. Um, so again, this isn't to brag. This is more to have a real conversation, sharing some of the takeaways now I started like kind of like toying in this business in um, in 2019 was when I started November 2019. 
I kind of started to toy around in the consulting space. Now, this was before, this is after I did social media management. This is after I ran my family's business, grew their business into the millions. And um, not me personally, but we did as a whole. I don't want to take all of the the, um, responsibility for that. But we really dove into from really growing this business. I started in 2019. Literally, I made $2,000 in 2019 in this business. Um, And let me just say, that's the only dollar amount that you might get today. But um, I wanna share my major takeaways from the growth from there. So in 2019, I made $2,000. But the difference between 2020 versus 2021, I had 200% growth in my first two full years of business. From first to the second, I had 200% growth. Um, in between my second and my third, I had 90% growth. Now I changed a lot. And as well as in 2022, I, um, I took a, a little bit of a break over the summer because I had a big transition going on and I didn't work. I didn't really work from June, July and August. I did a little bit, but it, well, I didn't launch any new programs or things like that. Um, And then between 2022 and 2023, this year, our growth has been 324%. Now, there's a lot of numbers, especially in my world, because I have cash brought in as well as I have in sales, because some people are on payment plans moving into the future. Um, So I have in sales, how many sales, how much in sales I made this year, as well as how much cash I actually brought in this year is different because I have some people well into next year on payment plans. Again, this is why I don't share numbers because your business most likely is a product that you get paid for and it's there right away. It's not always like on on contract or something like that. So there's a lot of differences in business, but business growth and percentage of growth still does share some of those things, um, shares a lot of similar kind of we each can both talk about the percentage of growth that we've had in our business because it's a little bit more of an even playing field. Um, so. My business this year has had 324% growth. In January of this year, I had almost, I had nearly, I think it was 65% of the revenue. And again, then there's revenue and there's profit and there's all sorts of numbers that we can talk about. And I am a big numbers gal. I love talking about numbers and I love auditing people's numbers. Um, And so if you do wanna sit down and ever have a conversation about numbers, I'm your girl. My dad's a financial advisor and he has grown up teaching me all sorts of things about numbers. I've loved math forever, which I'm just a weirdo, but 324% growth this year. That number alone, like I said, I'm a sappy gal and I find I get overwhelmed with the just, oh my gosh, I can't believe that this is where my business is at all of the time. Literally the other day, I don't even know what was on. It was like a song or it was a podcast or something. And I literally just like welled up and I was like, holy cow. Or the other day when I hit a big um, income goal, it was right before Thanksgiving. And if you follow me on Instagram, I already told this story there. But I had, um, when I first started, so in 2020, 2021, I used to, I had somebody tell me to pick a song and celebrate every single dollar, every single sale, whatever, and play that song over and over again. Mine was uh, Rich Girl by... Um, I'm terrible with names of music. It's like Daryl and Otis, Oats or something. Um, and you're a rich girl and you're gone too far. You get the deal. Um, don't gonna get copyright on YouTube, but um, not that I'm a very good singer. So 
I played that song over and over and over again when I would make a when I would make a sale. That would be my song. It was just like this. I'm gonna put it on. I'm gonna celebrate. And it was the same thing. And when I would play that song, even when and I then I would go and if I wasn't if I was down and out, I would play that song and it would bring that feeling back up to me that things were happening. And so. I, so I kind of like, you know, when business grows, you kind of stop some of those like bigger things. It was like, okay, let me do it every launch. Let me do it every month. Let me just like play it when I'm feeling really grateful and kind of went from there. And when I hit this major income goal right at the end of, um, it was the night before Thanksgiving and it was just crazy. Like it was playing in the background in my boyfriend's house when we were like making all of the food. And I was like looking at my numbers and working really, um, slightly. I just got a DM that was like, someone was like, I'm in, it was the night my Black Friday sales were stopping and it was on in the background, which is just like so convenient. And again, like I said, I'm so sappy. If you watch on YouTube, this would be a good one to watch because you're going to see my eyes like fill up with tears and empty tears the whole entire episode. I didn't really expect it, but it's going to happen and I'm just going to let it, let it roll. But I, I share that to say, there's been a lot of growth over the years and I am still just so incredibly grateful for this business. It is something that it has just been me. I have had independent contractors come in for a couple of months and do a couple of little things. Um, but it has truly just been me for the majority of my business and to have a business of my size that I love. And again, my business is all about freedom. I preach the freepreneur lifestyle because I also want to live a life of that has freedom, like success for me, quote unquote success is is freedom to be able to have balance and to dictate my schedule and to not feel like I am burnt out and like going down into the, the depths of things. And so I, the amount of balance and the amount of freedom that I've been able to have this year with a 324% increase in sales is baffling to me because truly I have been to I don't even know how many states I could think about it, but I've probably been to 30 states this year. I moved plus, honestly, um, now that I think about it, I lived in a bunch of different of those states. I built out my bus in the spring. I've lived in my bus for months, which has been a goal of mine that I've wanted to do for a long time. Over the summer, I took on a very light workload because I wanted to be able to explore the beautiful places that I was in. Um, and I like I have had more freedom in the time and the schedule and the like overall balance sense of my business than any of these years, which to me is really the most important part is that from these first years, as well as in some of my past like business experience, when I was overworked and working 16 hour days and just holy cow, like couldn't even dig myself out of the hermit hole that I wanted to be in because I was so burnt out because of all of those experiences, I have been building this business based on freedom over and over again. And the financial freedom had always been the bottom of that rung. I wanted to be able, I knew that it would come and I knew that it would be there. And these other years I was doing just fine financially. However, this year, because I built all of that freedom, all of it was able to explode. When I really wanted the freedom in my life, in the balance, in my schedule, in a very simple business, I it, like I had it. And when I wanted the freedom financially, it was there as well. And so I just want to tell you that you can have both. It doesn't have to be one over the other. And this next year, I'm just going to consistently build on top of that framework. It's not that all of a sudden I'm going to stop wanting this balance in my life. That is still always going to be the very core of what I want to teach my, my clients as well as what I infuse inside of my own business. 
Um, and so what I really want to say here and want to be probably the biggest takeaway from this entire episode is that A, it's possible for you. Those big goals are possible for you. And B, you can have both. Just because you want to have this super big successful business doesn't mean that it has to run your life. Because like I said, this year my business has grown 324%. My workload has also decreased without adding like team members and things like that. It's just me. But I was able to build that because it was so infused in my business model. Everything stacks on top of each other. Consistency, the amount of output that you have out there, your audience, your community, all of those things stack and eventually one of my one of my mentors called it a hockey stick moment where you know the hockey stick is kind of like a short little section and then it like zing goes straight up into the air that is where it kind of happens for you where it, it's it's natural growth natural growth natural growth just like slightly and then all of a sudden you hit your hockey stick moment and it explodes when that moment of explosion we want to have your business set up where it's a sustainable explosion that you can take it on and it doesn't have to overrun your life that's why when i work with my clients and we're especially my clients that are getting too consistent sales i really Really work with in like infusing sustainable scalability stru- structures into their business from the very beginning because when their business blows up because it will they're able to not like have this holy cow holy freak out moment and the everything I do is I want to scale your sales without scaling the amount of time that you have to put into your business it's actually making things a little bit more optimized making things more simplified taking things out that just really don't make sense and that brings me to some of my major takeaways from this year of my business really growing the first thing that I want to say is a lot of times the big growth takes small tweaks. I worked with a specialist at the end of last, I guess in the fall of last year that came in, audited my sales process and audited some of the things. And like I said, like I have business mentors too. business mentors need business mentors because and that just goes to show how important it is because I know a lot of the things already that my mentors have told me. But sometimes a it takes somebody else saying it to you, reaffirming that those are something you need to do, holding you accountable. And sometimes there's gaps in our own everything that we just don't know. People say it to me all the time too. They're like, you don't know what you don't know. And it's because you're so in your own business. It's nice having somebody else come in and just look at what you're doing and say, this is what I would, this is what I would improve. This is what I would tweak. This is what I wish you would be doing. And you can take everything they say with a grain of salt, A, especially because I know strategy as well. There's some things that they say that I'm like, that's not something that I want to go for. But there's a lot of things that she did small little tweaks to my messaging, to some of my marketing. She's like, if you could post some of this content over that content. And the best part about it was I first audited before I even had her come in. I audited and I said, what do we think that I want to change? It was like October, November of 2022. Um, What did we want to change? What, What do I, without anybody else's input, objectively see strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats of my business this year? you were inside of EME for December, you did this exercise. Um, it's called a SWOT analysis. And I learned it in college. It's a very common business practice. And 
I did a SWOT analysis of where, what were my strengths this year? What were my weaknesses? What are my opportunities for growth? And what were my threats? And a lot of the opportunities for growth were the same things that inside of her audit, she said, these are the things that I would like you to do. I always like to do my own personal kind of audit before I have somebody else come in. So again, I can try to objectively look at my business, but really what it comes down to is a lot of the changes I made this year were small tweaks stacked on top of incredible consistency inside my business. I have shown up basically every single day uh, for four or five years at this point. And there has been summers when I was still working at my family's business that I had taken months off at a time, um, especially more in like 2020, 2021. We were so busy that I just couldn't I couldn't run both businesses at the same time because I was still the operations manager. Um, and again, that was just from my own freedom side of things of like, I couldn't do both, but whatever, a lot of side tangents on this one, but, um, it took a lot of small tweaks. And so stacked on top of consistency over time of me doing things over and over and over again, a lot of these small tweaks made this, this boom kind of happen. It doesn't mean that you have to rewrite your entire business to see business growth, but it does mean that you need to fill gaps. And that's really what it comes down to in any level of growth is that you just have gaps that need to be filled in order to get to that next spot. Whether it's you need more people in your audience, whether it means that you need to adjust your marketing or your messaging or that your brand is a little outdated, whatever it might be, is we come in and you might just need to make small little tweaks. And when you make a list of it, you're like, Maddie, that's really what you're going to tell me to do. And then you make those changes and you start to see your audience. Oh, they're more engaged. Oh, more people are buying. Oh, your podcast is growing. And this year, my podcast hit a hundred thousand downloads, which is crazy. I had so many milestones and why that is, is because of these small tweaks that we made that allowed for more people to find me. It allowed for, um, better funnels in my sales strategy. It allowed for more, a higher conversion rate all across the board. So my first takeaway is it's not that you have to re rewrite your business. It's that you just have to make smaller tweaks inside of your business in, in order to fill those strategic gaps that are there. Number two is once you fill those gaps, you actually get to show up way more confident and way less because those gaps are filled and your marketing then becomes so incredibly easy. It actually feels fun. It feels easy. And I say these, a lot of these things are things that I have known, but they're takeaways that I want to share with you. The, this is something I tell my clients all the time is once you fill the gaps, you'll be able to show up on Instagram a lot easier. You're not going to have to overthink your every single piece of content out there because it's just kind of second nature. It actually feels easy, which is why this business growth for me is has so much gratitude is because it now feels easy because I've learned the strategies that I need to do from here and into the future. Like I feel like I have so many like quote unquote to do's in my business in order to keep on building. Like I have an actual action plan to get to where I, where I am now, as well as where I want to be in five years. Like, I feel like I know all of those steps because I had somebody come in and say, these are some of the areas of where you can grow as well as I have been able to identify some of those just by becoming like more apt as a entrepreneur. 
You hear me talk about the entrepreneurial IQ a lot in my business, in your business. Like I worked with product-based businesses and in resorts prior to this. I have never run a consulting business before this business. And so there's still things that I'm learning. If any business owner out there tells you that they're not learning anything, that's a problem. And honestly, any successful business owner is going to always tell you that they are constantly learning. Mark Cuban reads a nonfiction book for 30 minutes before he goes to bed every single night. He is one of the most successful business people in the entire world, country, whatever. Right now, he's a billionaire by being a business mogul. And what that means is he still feels like there's gaps in his knowledge that he wants to get better at and that he wants to grow. So understanding that there's that keeping on that learning is not something where you just have to learn and then you're good. You learn at the stage that you're at. Um, once you fill those gaps, things get more confident for that next step. Right now, I feel like I have a lot of gaps and I'm now there's so many things in my head that I'm like, okay, these are the things that I all want to work on. And when I make time to actually work on my business, those are the things that I'm working on. Um, and so there's so once you fill those gaps showing up in your business, making a to-do list in the morning, once you have a strategy to focus on, you have endless direction and confidence and ease in everything that you're doing. My business now feels easy and it feels fun. And this is the first year that I would say that my business feels easy, which is crazy to say. Um, my most successful year, my I had more clients than ever before at one time. I had um, the most freedom and balance in my life. Like people that know me outside, they're like, Maddie, like, what do you do for work sometimes? Because they're like, they're like, you, we ask if you want to go get coffee and you're like, yes, I do. I want to go. I want to go do this. And they're like Wednesday at 10 AM. Like, what are you doing? And it's not that I don't work. It's that I am incredibly structured in the time that I don't have to, that I want to be, or that I can be. And then when something pops up, I'm able to say yes. My clients will tell you that every morning they get their check-ins from me every single morning in my private messaging. I'm like, Hey, how's it going? Checking in every morning and night. And my clients aren't affected by that. However, whatever, again, another tangent. I could talk about my business all day because I'm, I am very proud of it, but things get easier and they get more confident the more that you keep going. We'll end that one there. Next is be yourself and share your personality. This is probably the first year that I feel like my brand, my profile represents who I am fully. Before I felt like I had to be this big, like, neutral, like very minimalistic gal. And like, I am very neutral in spirit. Okay. Like my, I am a very, like all of my stuff is neutrals, whatever. But I feel like I kept a big part of my life out of it. And that was like the nature and the exploration and kind of like my outdoorsy side. Um, and I have been an outdoorsy person since I was like, and I, outdoorsy is such a funny word, but my family owned an adventure resort and I had lived out of a tent for months, like at a time since I was 15. And so understanding that I have always kind of been this like nature and living outside. That's why like moving into a bus was not incredibly crazy for me was a, a ton of my friends live out of vans and buses and vehicles and backs of pickup trucks and things like that, as well as, um, I have lived out of a tent for like 
three months of my life for like six years in a row. And so I have lived outdoors. I literally am like looking at the most beautiful view and, and nature is a big part of who I am. And I never really infused that part into my brand. And I felt like I kept some of that from my audience a little bit more personally. Um, I don't really know why. I think it just didn't always seem like it was like the luxurious like business lifestyle that everybody always says, but that's okay. And the moment that I stepped away from like a lot of those beliefs and just like leaned into the bus, leaned into my travels, leaned into all the beautiful scenery and everything, I started to attract clients that were actually way more aligned for me, way like loved that my easygoing side of things. Like I don't, I put like mascara on in the morning. Like for me to try to pretend to be this like luxurious gal, like I really don't shop. I don't really wear makeup. Like I'm pretty easygoing. Um, some people might say otherwise, but I'm pretty easygoing. Um, but I never really felt like I shared that like casual side of my business until I, until this year. If you scroll back on my Instagram, you can see kind of the progression of me leaning into it where it was a lot of like coffee and like very minimalistic photos and things like that. And now it's full of outdoorsy scenes and trees and beaches and all of my travels, my bus and things like that as well. Um, and so my key takeaway for you is to share your own personality and integrate yourself into your brand. Like if your brand doesn't feel like an extension of who you are or of what you want to really exude out into the world, it's a lot harder to show up as yourself. And that's even as a product-based brand. That isn't just a service-based brand. That is product, that is service, no matter what. Now, even my product-based clients is who primarily I work with is... Uh, there are a lot of product-based people is you still need to have your own personality in there. People connect to people. They want a face behind the brand. They want some, a connection point. And especially when you're trying to get two consistent sales, it's a great way to fast track your community and having that kind of industry leading community that I talk about is really getting more personal. Pick a couple of things about your life. I like to tell my clients to pick two to three pillars of your personal life that you want to share with your audience that you feel like is relatable or unique or fun. I share a lot about my all natural lifestyle. I've talked about my hormone journey this year, my PCOS journey this year, as well as I've talked about my favorite products. I, I also talk about my travels, outdoors, things like that. Um, people know a lot about my own personal life and I've met way more clients in person this year than I have in years past just because I've been traveling so much. And they say like, Maddie, you are exactly who you are on social media in person. Like I can listen to your podcast or I can talk to you in person and it literally is speaking directly to you. And that is the biggest compliment because that is not something that I have always felt incredibly, um, just natural at doing because I've always been a personal versus professional. Like when I was the operations manager, um, of a company, I, would personally, I always felt like I was very different than professionally. And in this business, I didn't want that. When I had my blog before 2019, before I started this, it was in 2016 or so. Um, when I had my blog, that was the reason that I quit my blog that was selling $30,000 worth of products, which is where I have a lot of my business experience in is because I built an audience of people that I felt like I had to be somebody else and I burnt out. Um, and so in this business, I knew it was something that I really wanted to integrate, but it took me a little bit of time to really feel incredibly confident in integrating that. Um, but so be yourself, share your quirks, have some fun with it and make sure your, your brand is an extension of your personality. People should really be able to know 
who you are and like feel your own person um, through the screen of social media, through the lens of your emails, whatever that might be. It's in that weirdness and the mundane stuff that people do connect. Next is I could drastically increase this number if I wanted less balance in my life. And I say that incredibly humbly. I know that if I wanted less balance in my life, I could drastically increase my sales numbers. I know that if I wanted to literally, like if I was like, if I had to make X amount of dollars, I could, um, at least like, you know, whatever marginally. But I know that if I worked, if I increased my workload, I know that I would make more money. Why is that? Because I know I have a repeatable proven strategy that works, but I don't want less freedom. I have, I very intentionally pick the items, the amount that I sell and I push sales away. I push like people away all of the time, clients away when I am capped because I don't want to outdo myself. One, because I... I also have my clients that I am like, I can't take on too many clients at a time because I, I really like to give that intimate experience with my clients. My number one capacity is the amount of clients I can have at one time because I do offer so much one-on-one support. Um, and so I, my number one capacity really is that is like, I can only take so many clients in every round. And, um, I know that if I wanted to work more and have less freedom, I could just take on more clients that, but I actually make those hard boundaries. So this major takeaway is understanding in your business, it's okay for you to set boundaries that might decrease your income, but it increases your own life balance because it's worth it for you to have at least one full day out of the week that you aren't on your phone, that you don't have to be responding to messages, that you can just go and enjoy. And like I said, I take a less workload in the summer because I know that um, I know that I want to enjoy being outdoors a lot more. I also take a less workload in the winter because I know my my clients are way busier and they they need way more support out of all of these years I learned that the groups that need the the most support are usually over the holidays and which is obvious because they have more questions and they they're really there I set boundaries in the amount of clients that I take so I can improve my customer experience. That customer experience is absolutely everything. That's why I have four and five times clients because they love the customer experience that they get with me. And so why would I want to cap my, like to take on more clients, decrease my customer experience and decrease the amount of um, like balance that I'm able to have in my own life. So setting boundaries to decrease your own sales is okay for you to be able to have that work-life balance. I know that if I wanted to, I could drastically increase this number by giving up some other areas. But I do also know that if my income is capped of where I'm at, I have to make strategic changes into the future. So that's one of my major focuses for 2024 is to look at more ways that I can passively passively increase these sales. Um, last but not least is, um, I guess, no, there's two more. One last thing is to invest in your gaps. That's another big one is I, like I said, I really haven't had any team members working with me for a real, for like the majority of my business. I had some people, um, but now that I have gotten to the point where I am at in my business, I realize that 
investing in the gaps that I have is the most important thing to do. So if I don't know how to do X, Y, and Z, I find somebody that does and they come in and they audit my stuff. Um, I, if I don't know how to do, like if I'm stuck on something, I either reach out to a friend and I created friends inside of that. Ooh, that's another one I could take away from this, from this year is to build friends with big goals um, and that you can really lean on. So you don't always have to invest in your gaps. You have people in your network that you can go and ask their questions from that you actually trust. You want people in your world that have bigger or like businesses to yours. So they you actually trust their advice of what's coming back and you know that it is solid advice and coming from a good place. Um, that's a major takeaway this year. I flew to New York City. I found I like drove to people's homes in my bus and stayed overnight in their town. We did girls trips that I had never met before and it was way out of my way, but it was because I wanted to intentionally create friends that had these businesses. I, I moved into the summer. I stayed in one place for a while and I moved to a new place uh, and I was there for a couple of months while my boyfriend worked and it's actually where we are now too. And I literally searched on Instagram like whatever, like people in my area and I was looking for business owners and I hand DM'd three or four different business owners in the area that I found on Instagram and just said like, hey, this is super out of my comfort zone, but I see you're a business owner in the area was wondering if you wanted to go grab coffee. And I was able to build a network of other business owners that have a similar values to me that I'm able to work with, bounce ideas off of. Um, and so I've spent thousands of dollars, gone way outside of my comfort zone. I did in-person retreats. I did, I flew to New York City to go to a dinner with people that had bigger businesses than me. Why? Because I wanted to get into the room of people that were bigger than me and that had, has really, really solid advice because they've already been where I am at. So invest in your gaps, but investing doesn't always just mean in in a dollar amount. Invest your time and your energy in finding those friends. If you're like, Maddie, I just wish I had a community, invest to get it. Like go out and find it. Send the DM, make it awkward. That's fine. The worst thing is that you get ghosted. Like who cares? Um, and some of those girls are my good friends now. And it's funny. And people are like, well, how did you guys meet? And I'm like, I literally DM'd her. Be like, hi, please be my friend. <laughs> um, if you want my template text message, let me know. Um, but invest in your gaps. If you feel like you're bad at, um, at photography or like if you're bad with branding or your, your social media isn't good, you either have to invest in outsourcing it or learning how to do it. So you either have to outsource your, outsource your social media where like somebody else is going to do it or learn how to actually run your social media. A lot of them, or if you are bad at product photography, you either have to take a product photography course and try to mess around with it and figure it out or invest in a product photographer to come in and do it. That is where a lot of my clients come from is because they're like, Maddie, I have just been stuck in my gaps for so long that I need somebody else to come in and get their hands and their heart and their brain inside of my business as much as possible and invest in your gaps. If you don't know how to run ads and you want to run ads, then you have to invest in somebody that helps you out. It is worth it to invest in somebody that really, really knows what's going on and can come on in and really fill those gaps for you and give you a professional, but yet unbiased opinion on what you should be doing. It's really easy to ask your mom or your, or your husband or your best friend, but they might not be a business owner and they probably haven't been where you're trying to be. Um, and so you need to ask people that have already done what you are trying to do. 
and invest in those gaps. So if you're not artistic, if you're not strategic, if you don't know your numbers, like you need to invest in people that can help you out with that. And my business has been fast-tracked so much by investing in that one mentor in the, um, I mean, all of my mentors or all of the specialists or anybody that I came in to audit my stuff. She came in and she said, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Can we add these things? I really see this. And I, I can always take it all with a grain of salt. This is what I want to do. This is what I don't. I really like all of these things. And she had a lot of parts about her business that were the gaps that I, that I needed filled. And in order to do that really allowed this growth last, but certainly not least is that your major goals are possible for you. I am 25 years old. And if you would tell 17 year old Maddie that she is where she is by 25, she would be so dang proud. And again, Uh, My eyes are going to get, my eyes are going to get little, little teary eyed, but it is so possible for you. Um, she like truly whatever is motivating to you, whether it's do it for, so to make that young you proud, do it now because that future you will be proud, whatever all of those are. It is so dang true. There is so much out there for you that you don't even know is possible because you're thinking, you're telling yourself that you like, there's no way that can happen for you. Or like, eh, maybe if that one day would happen, but understanding that if I can do it, you can do it too. I mean, of course, like there are, so, there's so much out there that you can build and there's so many people out there that want what you have and no negative mindset around your business is going to help you get there. Just keep taking action as if it's happening. It is so incredibly possible for you. I can't even stress that enough. Is that like, take that number in your brain and double it and call it good. Like then that is your major goal for, for the future for you. Take that major goal and just like amp it up because every goal that we set ourselves, a lot of times are, we're, we're thinking small from where we really can be. Double that goal and take action as if that's the goal and you'll be to that first goal way, way, way quicker. It is all in your actions. Business growth all comes from your actions and the consistency that you have in those actions. I would not have been able to have this growth this year. I wouldn't be hitting the income goals this year if I didn't work incredibly hard for three years prior to this. And I want to make that very clear when I talk about the freepreneur lifestyle. This doesn't mean that we don't work. I still work quite a bit, uh, but it's work that I enjoy doing. And I also have balance in my life that I don't have to be in certain places all of the time. My clients always say when they do work with me, they're like, Maddie, like I almost feel like guilty that I should be doing more, but like I feel so prepared. I feel like it's so easy. I feel like it's really all happened for me. Um, So some of these things that I want to reiterate it's all in the small tweaks. It's in the small tweaks and you need some buddy or yourself to be able to objectively look at your business and be able to tell you what small tweaks need to be made. Um, once you fill those gaps with those small tweaks, things get way easier and they get way more confident. You get way more confident in your actions very quickly. All of a sudden you're like, huh, like I don't really feel like I have questions anymore. And you just keep on building. The third one is, is don't be afraid to share your personality and be yourself in your business. Create your brand as an extension of yourself because that is where people are really going to connect to you and build that really fun community as well. Um, Number four is I could drastically increase this number in if I wanted less balance in life, but I don't. 
And that is because of the boundaries that I've set and that, and you are able to decide what you want to bring into your business and what you don't. You can push sales away being confident that they will come again if that isn't going to, if that is going to totally throw a wrench into your plans. If you, and it's worth it to set boundaries to improve your customer experience. A lot of times, if you take, if you like bite off more than you can chew or whatever that phrase is, if you take on more than you can handle, maybe that's better. If you can take on more than you can handle, you are crushing yourself and you're crushing your customer experience. So it's worth it to say no to sales, whether those are custom orders or whether those are, we all have those big, like, you know, you might have a wholesale order that comes in that you're like, Ooh, I really don't feel like I should do that, but it is $500 or, Oh, I'm so sick of doing these things, but it is like so many dollars. Like, it, you should be able to set your own boundaries to improve your own work-life balance and improve your own mentals as well as improve your customer experience because you doing something that you are too capped at or that you don't actually want to be doing, you're actually providing a less customer experience even if you don't realize it. It's just like energetically, it's not something that you want to do and that's not somebody that like that you're going to put everything into at to the same degree. Um, invest in your gaps that you have, whether that's in your friends, in your community, invest time, invest money, figure out the areas that you aren't great at and find somebody that will help you fill them. Find the areas that you aren't great or that you're really lacking and then find people or something to help you figure that out, whether it's learning or whether it's um, outsourcing. You can invest in those things. You can invest time, invest in those gaps because the, when you know there's a gap there, you also know that there's growth on the other side of those gaps. You know that if you fill those gaps, as we've already said, those small tweaks make a big difference. And so once you fill these gaps, it does come back tenfold for you. And last, but certainly not least, growth is possible for you. That goal that you have in your mind is possible and you can probably double it. I believe in you so strongly because I have seen it happen dozens and dozens and dozens of times in business, in my own business, in my clients' business, in my friends' businesses that all of a sudden they're like, I knew that I could do this. And that's the other thing is it's, it's not that I don't didn't think I could do it. It just like, it seems far-fetched sometimes and it's not. And that's really what I wanted to say, though. It's not that you can't, it's not that I, you don't think that you can do it. Maybe you don't, but you can. Um... But it's more the fact that it's closer than you think and that it's there and it's ready for you if you're willing to put the work and the strategy in behind it in order to make that happen. Those are my major six takeaways of 2024. I could probably, 2023, I guess I could, I like, I could literally talk about this growth for so long because it's something I'm very proud of. It's something I've thought about a lot, but moving into 2024, now that I've had this major growth, I also want to say that this means that I am still growing, but I'm also trying to simplify moving into 2024. My 2024, if you've listened to some of my episodes or how I plan things, I normally create like a word for the year. My word for the year is expanding and simplifying. So I am expanding and I want more people. I want more reach, but I want more programs. And I also want to simplify in order to keep this stacking. Once I have kind of hit this thing, I really like to go out and 
and figured that out as well. I would also like to say that I would not be where I am today this quickly without the mentors that I've had um, that come in, fill my gaps, call me out, say we need to do these things and teach me the proper ways to do some of it. So understanding that um, they have been a catalyst to the growth that I have had. And honestly, I now, like I just hired somebody where I'm doing a 90 minute planning call next week with them. Is it necessary? Absolutely not. Could I be planning these things by my, on my own? Yes. But I also know that it's something that I want, again, somebody that's objective and that's, that's objectively looking at my business and unbiased and not me in my own brain to look at my business. So we're doing a full map out next week that she will help me map out my 2024 because she has made millions in her business and I want to be well in my way for that as well. And I wanna get her perspective on how I can scale and still hold my customer experience, hold um, the freedom in my life and I find mentors that have similar values to me that will help me build based on those values. And so I wouldn't be where I am without my mentors helping me get here. They have absolutely fast-tracked my results and that's how I can say A, for my clients as well as for myself, I have seen mentors that just absolutely fast track. Like a lot of my clients, some of my, one of my clients like 30 X her sales this year um, in four months. Why? I literally had a client last week tell me that she worked with me for one week and she had 50, a 58% increase in her yearly income from one month of this year after working with me for one week. And so what that does is it just fast tracks your sales by having somebody come in and look at it. So why would you not fast track your sales when you could be making the money that you want to be making in the next next month, the next three months, whatever that might be, you can be getting there. I wouldn't be where I am without my mentors. I wouldn't be where I am without 2019, 2020, 2021, Maddie grinding her butt off and really getting me to where I am 2022 and 2023, Maddie staying consistent and believing in herself as if she's showing up that way. And I really find that conversations like this are healthy because a lot of people, I, like I said, I am humbly stating all of these things, but I know that my business is pretty dang cool. I am so proud of it. It's something that I am confident in because I know that it, it has worked for me. And once you get to the point of being able to be like, no, like this is working and it's great and I love it and I'm so happy and it's been able to give me the life that I have really wanted for a long time, it makes every single thing worth it and every single negative comment and not even matter to you. So it's possible for you. Keep on moving. It's more about strategy and the consistency um, of keeping on learning for your next stage and having people come in and figure out what all of what is going on in your business, outsourcing for those gaps and keeping on being consistent. Build on your strategy and be consistent. I, I hope that you get to have a conversation with me this year, all or next year, I guess, all about your major business growth in 2024. I will be coming on back this time next year for all of my, my growth in 2023 or in 2024 um, and giving you a nice little wrap, wrap up. There is going to be an episode coming that's about my marketing trends of the next year that I am expecting. Um, that is always one of my most listened to episodes. Of course, it's all opinion, but it's based on my um, on my research, it's on my experience and what I foresee happening. Um, and these two are always some people's favorites. One wrap up of the year, my major takeaways of my own business growth, as well as my trends going into the new year. 
I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you do, let me know. This up, These episodes where I actually, like, I'm not somebody that, like, touts myself. I'm not somebody that, like, pats myself on the back. So to be able to, like, sit and have a conversation like this is very uncomfortable. <laughs> um, it's something that I always am like, should I post this episode? I feel like I, I feel like I shouldn't. And normally those are the ones that you should post more. Um, so if you do enjoy conversations like this, let me know. If you're like, Maddie, no, you just bragged for too long. Just, like, let your girl know. <laughs> um, like I said, I'm confident in my business. I love this thing to the end of the day. Um, but it is always weird just from societal norms to talk about yourself and, um, the things that you have accomplished and how proud you are of those things. It is a strange thing. Um, but I fall into it as well. So I am doing this. So you have examples of conversations like this and that you can see that it is normal to talk about big numbers, big goals, and for it all to be possible for you. I wish this growth for you. I wish it more so moving into the future. Let me know if you ever want some support and you want me to check out your business and fill some of those gaps as well. I'm happy to take all of my eight to 10 years of, of social media experience, the hundreds of people that I've worked with, as well as all of my past own business experience and put it into your business as well. I hope you have a wonderful day. I love you. I'm rooting for you and I'm in your corner always. One more little reminder before you go to check out Entrepreneurship Made Easy. If you're feeling overwhelmed, not sure where to start, and like there are a thousand things that you could be doing, let me drop in a mini course on some of your most prevalent problems every month in your inbox. Stress-free, bite-sized, and direction-focused. Don't worry, it's not adding a bunch of new things to your plate. On the first of each month, you'll get a focus, multiple full trainings all about that topic, exercises to help you develop that idea, and a checklist to make implementation simple. If you love this podcast, Entrepreneurship Made Easy is 10 times deeper, more strategy packed, more direction oriented to get you to the next step. Click the link in the show notes and use code secret for 50% off of your first month.